0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm the Gnarly Gnome. This is Cincy Brewcast. It's the voice of Cincy Craft. Uh, We've got a really good... I always say it's a good show. Uh, Some of these have to be bad shows, but uh, this is a good one. Uh, I haven't been out here to Paradise Brewing um, in... God, do you know off the top of your head when it was when I was last here? It's, it's been a long time.
1: The last time you were actually, the last time I saw you was out at the East location in Williamsburg.
0: But when was the last time we actually sat down and did a show? Oh. It's been much longer yeah. than that. It's
1: been a very long time. I think I sat in on one when I wasn't supposed to be on the show. I thought... I, you're always supposed to be Well, on the show. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> but I it, it's been months. Yeah, it's months been, and months. It's been, a, it's been a very long time cuz
0: I, I I definitely this was before you guys had even announced that Williamsburg was happening that it was yeah. a thing. So, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Yes. Uh, be great <laughs> there's there's a lot of stuff let's let's start let's go around the table let's start it should be all familiar voices on this show um but let's start uh start across from me here uh introduce yourselves and say what you do here because uh, you've also changed since you were on the show last yep
2: uh i am uh people or the wild man the wild um, man yeah that's that's what they call me around here oh, okay um a lot of I'm not going to you that. A lot of people <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> know me in the industry. So, um yeah, no, I'm Justin. Uh and I am the brewer at uh, at Paradise. Mm-hmm. So both locations. My, uh, yeah, both.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm Tammy Graf. I'm a brewer at both locations and do multiple other jobs as well.
0: <laughs> Just a little bit of everything. Yes.
3: <laughs> She cleans a lot of stuff.
1: <laughs> she does clean, yeah. yes. My name is Jeff,
0: and I pilot the ship we call Paradise at both locations. Let's let's start there, both locations, because mm. the last time that we, we sat down here, actually, I don't even think that the tap room had expanded into there the last time we were here. I think it was Closing still- Closing down of the- I home brewing even shop. Know. Yeah, like there's been there's been a lot of stuff that's 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 gone on since the last time we were here. So let's, a uh, progression. let's Let's start uh for anybody that's new to the show, let's start from the beginning. Uh what is paradise? How did this place start? Um what what makes this different than um Ryan Geist and Sam Adams? Oh,
1: how much time do you have?
2: You've it's the, the internet We as
0: much time as we need.
2: <clears throat> Are you just throwing like like other breweries that I worked
0: for? <laughs> That's true. (laughs) You you never worked for Sam Adams.
1: Yet. (laughs) Yes. Let's see. In 2007, uh, I, in a former life, used to do electronics. I used to repair home electronics, amplifiers, TVs, VCRs, all of it. And I could see that that part of the business was going away. Everybody was just so worried about how much new ones cost. Uh, NAFTA was, um, had been established and they could bring them in cheaper than what we could actually repair them for. Right. So it was just a progression of down the, down the drain. We were hoping that high definition when they brought that out would change things. But in the meantime, in 2007 um, I sat on my uh, father and mother-in-law's uh, floor in their living room, and sketched out a, something that I would want to do. That that I didn't necessarily have to work for anybody else. We were had always been self-employed, and I got to thinking about it. And can I take can I take a whole lot of uh, guidance or people telling me what to do when I'm not used <laughs> to something like that? Right. So I I thought about the things that you know you can go into. Um, like doing a KFC or a McDonald's, a franchise of some sort. But then I thought, well, why don't I stick with something that I enjoy and not too long uh, before 2007, my wife and my son got me a homebrewing kit. And I thought, well, there's only one other guy that's in the city. So that limits my, my uh, competition quite a bit. Now, Listerman was my other competition and he, um,
0: and this is homebrewing. Yeah, this supplies. is homebrewing
1: supplies and, and equipment. So it had nothing to do about brewing beer, except doing it at home.
0: Because so, uh, you, ha- you have to look back at what the world was like here in Cincinnati at that time. But right. to, to start a brewery was not the same as it is now. the The license was very different. You had you, Much you had expensive. to open a brew pub, and it was right. a uh, a very expensive uh, endeavor to do that.
1: Well, and 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 some of us and and they'll agree with that learned. Like Scott Lafollette, when he had his brewery um, blank slate, he built it as a brewery, and then they okayed the tap room right. later on. At that, and then and then he was always, to my eyes, he was always trying to fit a tap room into where he had already scoped out something to manufacture, yeah. and it was always a game of catch up. And that's if you've ever went to his place at down in uh, over by Lunkin Airport. The, the tap room was basically a waiting room out in front. I mean, it was very long, very narrow, um, and it, it it really wasn't set up like, say, a mad tree. Or- but
0: even even if you look back at Mad Tree 1.0, when the plans first started happening for that, it was kind of the same thing. I don't think they ever right. planned on the tap room being there until all of a sudden halfway through planning. Like, oh, this is going to be a thing. Right. And had to shift. Yeah. And, space was not made for a tap room no no (laughs) and then just had to figure it out (laughs) right
1: so uh, so back in 2007 i decided to open up a homebrewing shop in the building that we have here on beachmont avenue it was upstairs i would i would work my normal nine to five or nine to six job and then i would go upstairs uh just on the weekends we started out from six to nine So it was 12 hour days for a while and kind of what we're working right now. But, um, that, uh, on a March in 2009, when we got about eight inches of snow and there was nobody on the roads, nobody around here, we decided to move the homebrewing shop from the upstairs location to the downstairs in front location. We still had the electronics in the back and then, um, it, what, my k first year in 2013, I think it was, is when uh, they lowered the cost to become a brewery to, from about $4,000 yearly until to $1,000 yearly. And I just decided to uh, to jump in. The first thing I did was not build out anything because really I thought we were only making 10 and 15 gallon batches at the time and brewing that as fast as we could. And I really thought that the federal government would laugh. Right. With, with, you want to do what? And how big are you going to be? And really, it got down to be, they did ask me, how much do you want to brew? What are we doing? And they said, for that amount, I'm not even sending anybody out. <laughs> they just went ahead and, di- and did it. And the state sent somebody out to make sure we were in compliance and all that. But the federal guys, <laughs> forget forget that. So uh, we received our notification that we were a brewery uh, about November of 2013, and in March of 14 we opened up the back room here in the Anderson Air uh, Department with only four beers on and only open from on Friday and Saturdays for three or four hours, and it's developed from there. We I think we've we built quite the following with some with some help from. Investors and and everything, we decided um, to keep going bigger, and so far so good. So
2: why you know. now we have thirteen beers
1: on? That's well, right.
0: So, uh, well, so, and speaking <laughs> of beers, let's drink one while we, while yeah, we get to yeah, the next yeah. part of this. Yeah, uh, go for it. I'm <laughs> I'm <we'll see laughs> drinking this one first.
1: You can drink it, either one of them. You want any of them You
0: want? Do now, you remember what these were that you poured me? I do. Okay, let me know what this one is.
1: That right now that it. well that is the Area Fifty One Pale Ale. And we came, I came up with the name of Area Fifty One because we use when when a hop came in from Australia called Galaxy. Never heard of it. No.
0: No, it's a joke. No, no.
1: <laughs> so, so I was we. Say, if you never heard of
0: Galaxy,
2: I literally will punch you in the But
1: when they when they first came out is when we I first designed that. And they were they were doing one hop pale ales all over the place, right. and that's the. One that I actually, I tried Simcoe, tried
3: um, Citra,
1: Centennial, and well, even Founders has their their Centennial IPA, and it's very good. But um, we decided, I decided to stick with the the uh, the Galaxy. It's a
0: really interesting beer to me because it has a lot of kind of those softer fruitier notes from the hops that are all the rage now but then there's still this big kind of bitter kick that comes in there and kind of wipes it all clean it actually balances it out versus half of the hazy stuff that's out there right now it's a it's a great beer
1: now that Um, that one really isn't supposed to be hazy it's a new keg we put on and i think you get a little bit of yeast i'm not talking about the way it looks i'm talking about kind of the way that that uh, that
0: that fruitiness from the hops kind of presents itself right um, I I enjoy that a lot. That's a that's a good beer.
1: And the other two, we have other we'll, two. Um, we'll talk to him comes... as we get to him. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, w- I was going to say you probably like it because, um, they are beers that I've had before from other brewers that I've mentioned before that are not tribute to him. They're my rendition right. of that. Um, and and I just hope it one of these days. Somebody will come by and take, you know, be able to. I I was able to spread the love there at one time, but that's been many years back. So, right. So um, let's so see.
0: You second location. You, okay. You decide. You decide. So, after after opening one of the city's smallest breweries, you correct. were brewing ten gallons at a time, which right. there was a step in between there too, where you guys kind of uh, five grew this. You system. grew this this middle to this five right. barrel, which. Right. From what everybody says is about the size that everybody should do now. You should stay in your neighborhood, brew five barrels at a time. Don't try to do anything beyond that.
1: There is a sweet spot that uh, that you have to get, but the what <sighs> that is true. There is a there is a certain amount. I think in between five and seven barrels probably is a good size for most people for a neighborhood brewery that's going to do that. Um, I myself wanted to do more around the Cincinnati area than I, we had beer to do it with. So we have, what
0: what makes you want to do more kind of in the area than, than you guys were like, what is uh, that?
1: It's probably all just my own twisted Opinion of what I think I ought to it's, it's, valid. it's, valid. <laughs> it's probably...
0: <laughs> But I mean but, You guys you guys were one of the Early breweries in town and are Still one of the earliest breweries in town that Most people still don't know Exists that's correct which is that's the Product of being, being yeah. a small Neighborhood thing right uh, you kind of fly Under the radar you can uh, you know I we did. can all Yell as loud as we want about it and sometimes People just don't know you're here Correct and we
3: still are Anderson Township's Best kept secret I agree. people that live very close to here and drive by every day and never knew we were here. So word of Always mouth is I what want, spread I us. I to stop and, in. I wanted to
1: do that, but they never do. So. Yeah. But that. But yeah, by, uh, let's see. So we cruised along. We started out with three. We, we, we went from um, 10 and 15 gallon batches to purchasing some bigger equipment and went with a five barrel batch from Psycho Brew out of uh Grand Rapids, Michigan. Someone here in the states, um, and th- it's been very good. There are limitations to it, the way that it's designed, but it does us very well. And we can't. We started out with three five barrel fermenters, and we graduated as we went along from to four five barrel fermenters. Now we have five five barrel fermenters, and we got to the point where we were still running out of beer. And we were at a point where we can't expand in this building. Although the rent's cheap, cause I own the building. um We don't have room for more parking. We don't have room for, to put more fermenters. We don't have a way to keep going the way we're going. We could plateau. We could actually, you know, just hit a, hit a certain spot. Here's, here's going. how,
0: here's how, how big things can get.
1: That's correct. And then, um we kept our eye on a piece of property that was out east uh we sat in on a couple uh a couple meetings with them trying to sell it to us at a at a cost we just held off uh unfortunately it ended up going to a bank auction and we got it from them we got it from the bank so unfortunately for the original owner that he didn't get all of his money back that he put into it. But on the other hand, we got one whopping deal.
0: And so Paradise East, it's in Williamsburg.
1: Paradise East is the old, uh, the old location for the brewery that was called the old firehouse. And it, it, what it is in a firehouse that was, uh, designated or, or, um, They christened it a firehouse in 1955. Um, Although, what?
3: 52. Doesn't
1: matter. Well, it's got a, it's got a, well, my wife just corrected me, of course, (laughs) but uh, she said it was 1952. There is a, a, there is a uh, stone that's in the front of it that says 55, dedicated in 55, whatever. I don't care. But, um, It has three giant bays for fire trucks. It had some uh, showers and everything that were devoted for the volunteer firemen that are in there that we now repurpose as uh, wheelchair accessible uh, bathrooms. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've been, unfortunately, when the first owner went out, he was rather cross at people and not really thinking about anybody else coming in to do it. And he burnt a lot of bridges with people either making fun of them or bad mouthing them and things like that. And then when they see another brewery come in, they, they just know it's that same guy. He's just rebranding it and he's going to, and that couldn't be farther from the truth. Um, We had to go away from the original old firehouse brewery because of what had happened. I don't agree with anything that that guy did, and I, I I hope that people will come out and give us a chance. Uh, we have 17 taps out there in Williamsburg, and here in Anderson, we worked up enough to go to 13 taps. So
0: so the brew house out there is, what, 15 barrel? Is that right? It's a,
1: so the what makes it is it's a 15 barrel brew house with four 30 barrel fermenters. So that we have to brew the same beer twice right. to fill it up completely and to get a full batch out of it. As of right now, because of our limited amounts, it's one thing to make the good beer and and have it in your taproom. But it's another thing to, to move it, to keep it turning, to be able to have your beer out places. That's where it kind of changed my mentality when we were trying to go out with the five barrel system out to other restaurants and bars and things like that um it, it we just didn't have enough it wasn't enough to do that right so this came along at the right price going six times bigger than we could do uh although we're off the beaten path a little bit it seems to us that um some of the bigger the bigger picture of the whole thing is we have a lot of people moving east We've got well, a lot of people coming
0: out. There's something about, uh, and it's it's probably some of the things that you don't like about it, but something about the taproom here that it feels like this uh, uh, this clubhousey kind of secret place that mm-hmm. uh, other people don't necessarily know about. You walk in, it's going to have a certain vibe, and it's going to be comfortable, and you're not going right. to have a bunch of people kind of staring at you like you're some stranger, and like you know, it's just it's it it feels very neighborhood focused, and some of that. Happens with uh, with with East also
4: mm-hmm.
0: because it's off the beaten path, right? Right, <laughs> and because it's not—if it was sitting in the middle of OTR, it would just be another OTR brewery right. um, that that wouldn't have any of that uh, that character that that made Paradise what some of right. us fell in love with. So, like, it still has some of I that know, well, because of it being there's. out there. And like, so it's it's a it's a good thing that's off the beaten path, in my opinion. Sure. <laughs> Again, it's probably the things that you don't like about
1: it. So <laughs> we well we. <laughs> We have some things that are coming. They're in in the planning stage, of trying to get more people to come out. Trying to get <clears throat> there's a very big Nestle Purina plant that's being put in out there east on 32, and there's another one coming right behind it. It's literally
0: so, right next. Yeah, it's yeah. So it's crazy it's <clears throat> right there.
1: It's it's one of the largest plants in Ohio. Um, I think the only one that eclipses it is the one that. Uh, is for the semiconductors outside of Columbus right but, but it is like a million two square feet inside and yeah they're they're coming along with it they've had their ups and downs with that as well but uh, they're still going ahead with it and everything's gung-ho and when we get so we're, we're waiting for that to get up they're building 800 new homes across the street from it they're I mean they're all it's coming. They're all. It's all going to be there. Um, will it ever be as cozy as the one we have at Anderson? Probably not.
0: It's different though. It's just We're
3: working on it, it though because we have a new section that's a comfortable section with couches and a and it's got pellet a stove pellet stove and, and it's got a little area rug and a coffee table so people can come in and feel like they're at home like right. they do here at Anderson.
2: Right? And sit I, down and take a nap there I, every day.
1: <laughs> they can sit at a anything but a high top table and they can you know sit down and actually
0: talk there so is there is something that. that i enjoy about kind of that that tap room feeling though too like i i crave that now sometimes when every brewery is like your living room there, there's all couches right. and everything's a little too comfortable right. I, right sometimes i want the tap room feeling sure. i want these different sure. types of places to go sit well down. we
1: haven't we haven't necessarily <laughs> done anything out here to, to east it's been we we've got it to where we want it and where people are comfortable and they're they're used to it right coming in we've had our we've had the odd people come in and and uh they don't like us for a particular reason especially my brother is a little <laughs> standoffish at times they i i i always tell people that if you ever seen seinfeld the soup nazi where well, there's no soup for you that's what kind of he he does Calls last call at six o'clock instead of ten, and then or as soon, you know, somebody or as, soon as somebody, somebody walks yeah, pretty in the door. I'm pretty sure he calls
0: <laughs> it every time I walk yeah, in the door.
1: Much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or tell him you're closed, the, or just calls me a wild man. <laughs> you have to be able to laugh, you, even with a dry sense. You got to be able to laugh when you come in. If you can't laugh, you your experience won't be well.
0: Right. You have to you, have to. you have to. You got to give it a minute to kind of figure out what is happening around <laughs> you. And what what everything yeah. actually is. It's I right. will.
2: I will say that. Being here, like working here, for the last when did when did I get hired? Four four, four months, months or so. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. four months. Yep. I have never cried once because <laughs> I fucking love it. That's
4: that on Jeff, <laughs> Tammy, and
2: Tom and Justin, everyone has just been like the the best people ever, and they like make me laugh every single day even Jeff he well me and Jeff like work together like very closely yeah and he fucking hates me (laughs) no that is not true well he 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 (laughs) he gets annoyed by me there
1: are times I wonder if he's really listening to me
2: yeah I
0: always wonder if he's listening to most of the time
1: he says what
0: (laughs) what I can't fucking hear well exactly
1: there you go see
0: (laughs) So if you look at kind of when when you guys started this whole idea with paradise, and mm-hmm. you look at where things are now, mm. uh, the it's a very different uh, industry, it's a very different community, it's a very different world. Yeah, um, COVID changed it all. Do you think it was all COVID, that or do you a think lot there's? Of it. Uh, see, I I have 95% this 95 of it. I think it's I have this theory that COVID just kind of sped everything up, like it just well, hit the fast forward button and kicked us way further than we were supposed to be now, as far as how people feel about craft beer
1: possible possible i i I owe it i mean being in it and it's been a it's been a chore trying to get people to come back out and enjoy themselves they want to come out they really do want to come out they want to interact but they just are still somewhere from being afraid to not wanting to waste any money. I think you know that's what I'm a big saying?
0: part of it, too, is people are afraid to spend money.
1: That, yeah. I, I, as of right now, I agree. Um, and a lot of our, a...
3: our uh, staff goes to other places as well and checks them out. And we're still the cheapest place yeah. to, get a ta- to get a pint.
0: Oh, yeah, where was I the other day that it was a $9 pint in a tap room? Of something that should not, Oh, I, I won't say where it was, but it, was, okay. but it, was, uh, it nah, should not nah. have been $9.
1: They're all raising their price. We try and keep ours the same. We don't want, you know, we we don't have quite the overhead that most of the other
0: guys do. It wasn't even a pint. It was a snifter of something very normal.
1: Big or high I alcohol? No, no, no okay.
0: I like 6%. Uh, I kind of feel like
2: I know where it is,
0: but I'm not <laughs> <right>. That's <laughs> all right. No, That's no, all right. No, we don't need
2: no, a no, name. No, but it's, it's okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> But it's a. It, it is like it even starts like and I. I am very loose with what I spend on beer because it's it's something that brings me a lot of happiness in my life, which uh, has a lot of areas of unhappiness, right. thanks to my children. Uh, but easy, <laughs> so easy. I'm, a little, I'm a little. I'm a little free with what I spend on beer, right. and there there are still those days where I sit down and like I I'm at a tap room and I have, I have three beers or something, and the bill comes. I'm like, oh, how how is this what it is? Like how how did this happen? Twenty
1: seven dollars. I,
0: I was at. <laughs> Um, I was at a spot, <laughs> a local spot, a, a, a place that exists locally. It's not really a local spot. Um, I had a couple flights and I think one pint and it was like 90 bucks holy, oh, because wow. of how much they were charging for the beers and right. the flights. They were charging by the ounce or something. It was insane. Well, and that was with a tip, which again, I, I tip. A I mean, party. I understand the tip, but, but uh, Lord Jesus. It was, and I'm like, that was... <laughs> I just paid $90 for a couple hours of right. something to, you that's know, escape insane. the the normalcy of life. And that, I, I thought painful. We,
1: we went to Las Vegas uh, two years ago during COVID and we got off the plane, went over to the Mirage where we were staying. We found this little place inside that actually had a food truck kind of half built into it. And they were serving like walking tacos with mm-hmm. that. So we had two Elysian space dust. Sorry, I'm dropping names. Uh 16 ounce pints and three walking tacos. It was 65 dollars
0: And see, and, and a walking taco should not be expensive. It should
1: not, no. it should not be. Yeah, that was
0: crazy. It should, and a leash is made by a giant uh right. corporation yeah. run by yes. uh, Willy Wonka's uh, Oompa Loompas yes. that it shouldn't you it shouldn't be expensive either. Like it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, we yeah. were, I, it's crazy. But anyway, that, we, were, yeah, we were down at the Cyclones game and I got a beer and it was uh my wife was standing next to me and the beer was like ten dollars. And uh and it was a, it was a big can of cores or something, which was, you know, uh it was it was a decent size. <laughs> and, and she she's like, How much was that? I said it was ten bucks and she's like, That's insane. And I'm like you think paying ten dollars out of sporting event is crazy? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and evidently, it's been a while since you've been nope. to a Reds game. <laughs> exactly. <Nora Bengals. laughs> Screw that. no a Bengals game. That's it's crazy. I'm so I, like, I get this, I get this, this feeling from people that they just, it's, it's exhausting that all the time you're spending money on stuff, and it kind of gives you this, this fear of going out places because you're like, I, yeah. I don't even have the energy to go sit down and see how expensive it's going to be right. to be there, and so right. I think that that's. But I don't. I don't know. If that's COVID's fault. I think it's. Uh,
3: no, well, it's it, the economy, it's, and mm, people are
1: just afraid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that that yeah, would be true. more of a is, fear of of them.
0: this still as fun as it was when you started?
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but In, it's a uh, lot 90, more. Ninety
0: percent of the time,
1: yes. There's a lot more, lot more things that upset me than I used to do.
2: Right, it's, and I, honestly, it's just me. No. Yeah, There's a lot no. more
0: things that upset you. You've got Justin now. Uh, that, yes. yeah, you get, no. He's he's got now. <laughs> people. <Peepaw. laughs> I guess that, Where did that it, come from? Specified. I don't know
1: what this people thing is. It, it's Justin. It, it he's no. an, it's just he's Justin. an
0: old man in this package. Mm. Yeah. He's I'm just
1: yeah an old man. which is half my age. What does that make me? <laughs> oh man,
0: people You're much. You're yeah. much. You're much younger at heart than he is. No, <laughs> yes, that's it.
2: Yes, you you pee your pants just out of nowhere. I just pee my
1: pants. Not like, true. <laughs> I try not to, but I didn't need to know that. I just, but that's okay. I just see my
3: pants. Just, <laughs> okay. There's, there's anyway, anyway, Billy really <laughs> Madison yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. somewhere. Can we? Can we? So just, the <laughs> reason <laughs> we have the
1: known by really is to try and promote our tenth anniversary for the tap room here in Anderson. Yes. So our original tap room turns ten on March the first. And uh, although
0: there's another brewery that has an anniversary, yeah, I can't think yeah. of who that is. Little guys,
1: uh, like makeup
0: No, that their anniversary was on March first. Oh, it was oh, a yeah, it yeah. was a March first joke.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that one. You know the,
0: the Seltzer guys.
1: I get it. I, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> be nice. I know. No, these guys. Be nice. <laughs> I it I love it all sells. It all sells. Um. So. Uh, this is a, a, a leap year. So we have 29 days in February. So what with Bach fest being on the first of March, we didn't really want to coexist with our holidays. So we're actually going to celebrate uh, our 10th anniversary on the 29th of February, which would really be March 1st, but um, we're bringing out a special 10th anniversary beer that we aged on uh red wine barrels for quite a bit for about over nine months so and uh i think it'll be a good thing for everybody to try and get a bottle of it is uh just so you know a Belgian quad so you're going to be high in alcohol a little funky tasting uh higher in carbonation but it, you'll be able to buy a uh 500 milliliter uh bottle with our uh, with a cork in it and a and a we're going to put wires on it so it makes it harder for you guys to get into it. <laughs> you can't and, just on a random night crack it open. Right. <laughs>
0: right.
1: Did I drink that last night?
2: You, you got to get yeah. in there and
1: get into it. Uh, Yeah. And then back to back, we're going to go back. We're going to be in the Bach Fest parade. We're actually going to have the blessing of the Bach here at Anderson at noon on the 1st, because <clears throat> we'll have our Billy Baru released then. And then we're also going to have a blessing out east at, at Paradise East in Williamsburg at should be around two o'clock. <clears throat> in that I'll I'll make sure we get everybody done. So we can do one and then the other. And then we are to everybody come out and we're gonna march in the Bachfest parade, which I'm I paid them so I'm allowed to say that word. <laughs>
0: Um, it, is, it is a trademark it thing is for a anybody trademark. that does not oh, well, know that. You, yeah, and
1: you're no, you're coming. Yeah,
2: I'll be YouTuber. down there.
0: I'll be Excellent. down there.
1: Hell yeah, very good. So can we're can we we're not that? going to have the. We had thought about trying to do the same thing we did with CMI and trying to get a float like a little. Um, we have a goat which we made out of a, a whiskey barrel on four by fours on a skid and we pull it around, but since they're going to have Bachfest at many different locations not just one i think we're going to not do that this year we're going to leave the the goat at home although Bachfest is about the goat but um we're going to uh just give people at the end of the parade just a way to you know go out and have a good time right. at one of the one of the venues that they're having it
0: it's going to be an interesting year for Bachfest to see how people yeah. uh, adjust to that. Right, <laughs> everybody right. gets done with the parade. Now what? <laughs> right, exactly. Because <laughs> I I think the parade ends at a spot that is not even one of the Bachfest halls. If I'm no. if I'm correct, That's So Then you still have to get to one of the Bachfest halls to go grab some beer.
3: And there's four,
0: uh, three, three, I think yeah. Okay, uh, Rheingeist, uh, Northern Row, and the Logger House, and Moorline's Lager Yeah, is, yeah. Which I think Northern I think all of the Bach beers are at Moorline. I think if I'm understanding this correctly, and I've okay. had trouble getting together with the Bachfest folks to get all of this clarified, but I believe the Bachfest experience where you go and you get all the Bach beer, that's at Moorline. Right. Um, and then I think. Uh,
1: uh, and that's a ways Geist, away from where they end. Or yeah. Way up by 12th Street. But
0: there is a streetcar. There's a well, free streetcar yeah, that yeah. will take you all around and is actually very fun to drink when you've been fun to ride when you've been drinking.
1: Then it. there's another reason why we don't bring the goat along with us. Trying to get a goat onto the streetcar would I, be very tough. I
0: can almost guarantee it's not the first time that could, a goat <laughs> has been on the streetcar. <laughs> <laughs> could,
1: could we get an actual goat? No. No, no. We're not doing no. that. No. You no. You can. It'll be your goat.
2: <laughs> all right, I'll find one.
0: No. Now he's gonna go find a goat somewhere. I and no, well, I don't <laughs>
2: care. It my goat. Uh, my mom a, lives in the country, so.
0: There what is this? Well, there's got to be goats around this. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Do not take anyone's goats. No, we do no, not encourage do not the stealing steal. of goats. We do not. Uh, do uh, not we, condone we, that. We pet goats. <laughs> we don't steal them. <laughs> right. Um, what about uh, on the beer? Well, actually, let's drink another beer before we uh, we, okay. we finish this one.
3: Okay. So, what is Gnome's second beverage? That is an,
1: as I said before, in uh, not an homage beer. Uh, tr- you know, it is my version of blank slates, uh, fork in the road.
0: So this is what the fork, what the fork, we call it, what <laughs> the
1: fork. And when the reason I called it that, because people would try it and that's go, what the great. fork. And it was, you know, more pronunciation on a different syllable, but that's, but that's why I did that.
0: Can, can yeah. we talk about blank slate for a minute? And I, I well, know Scott do. hates it when I talk about blank slate, I know. but I know. Uh, he'll get over it. Um, do you think that cuz these the memories that I have of Blank Slate were mm-hmm. just the best beer in the city. It was this thing that was unlike what anybody else was doing. It was yes. these classic styles with this just this little twist on it. Just enough of yes. a twist to make it unique and make it something that you haven't tried anywhere else. Right. But they were still great traditional styles. And I've got this this really great memory of what Blank Slate was. Mhm. Do you think that, and this is a very do you think kind of question, do you think that if Blank Slate, number one, if it opened up today the exact same way, if it would still stand out the way that it did then, or number two, if they were still around, would it look anything like what we remember it to look like, or would it have uh, torn itself apart somehow and you know been some kind well, of... Well, the
1: way Scott was going was bigger. Right. So... It certainly would have looked different. It, it, it would have... And I don't know. And I, what I'm finding out is when you start going to the bigger batches, you're, you're selling some that have already been proven. So you're not necessarily making as many experimental ones. Right. And he was the best at yes. making experimental beers. Yeah, Of all the flavors, mushrooms... Uh, you know, chili, chili, yeah, chili. Yeah. Uh, what what else did he, have? he had? Sausage one that, spice, sausage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which we do make. Yes. I make one just because of that. And and people still talk to yes. about it that, to this day. They go, well, "How did you ever know?" And I never take credit for it. I just say, "I was it, it wasn't my idea, but I'm trying to replicate something that I've had before." And and I mean he once you get to a certain size you can't just don't you can't either have too much time you don't have that much time because you're always trying to get another market your 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 whole aspect of what you're doing changes now like you said when they're when they're coming in and doing five and seven barrel batches you can turn that on a dime
4: that stuff's easy
1: to do and it's and it adheres itself to being uh to having weird things done and not, because if it doesn't work, what are you gonna do with it? I mean, let's just say uh, Scott would have made his Shroominous, which was his mushroom flavored beer. And I know he went through a lot to do it, but let's say he made it and it was lousy. You got five barrels that you have to do something with. You can only kill I so much grass. Think you're to crabs. distill it now. Well, yeah, now. <laughs> that's You might as well. <laughs> right. So, I mean, we have people that come into us and say, "Have you ever made a bad beer?" And I say, "Yes, but you've never had it because I will get rid of it before right. you." I'm I'm not a sour brew house. I'm not really anything on sours, as people know, mm-hmm. and I'm very, I'm I'm, I'm very. Noted for saying that I'm not very good on sours. I I, Wait, you, I just don't think it's. You hired a, a sour brewer. So. No, we didn't. No, <laughs> we technically did. You you hired on to be somewhere where there's no sours. That's more like. It. So, but anyway, um, being a smaller brew house, five to seven barrels. I know it sounds like a lot. You're what 150 or 200 gallon or 200 gallons. You have a little bit of, of leeway. Right. You have a way of, of allowing yourself to be more, to, to go out there and experiment, be on the edge more. Because if it doesn't move or if it isn't good or if you're not, yeah, you're wasting money. Uh, but the experience that you get from it allows you to keep going long, long after that. So I would say if Blank Slate going the way he was going would have would have stayed in business i don't i still think the the taproom portion of that would have had to change quite a bit in order to get something more of what you would want. right
0: like i could see and this is obviously just my my thoughts and opinions um but you know i think it would have shifted changed again i think he would have been one of those guys that was probably and I, i shouldn't say he would have been blank slate would have been one of those places that Uh, immediately once the once the industry turned into kind of what we're seeing today would have immediately started shifting and trying to be smaller again and would have ended up five barrels right (laughs) and just a little neighborhood spot which i think is what that place kind of always uh, feels in my mind like it like it was even when it wasn't it's just what it always was was this kind of little neighborhood tiny little 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 brewery
1: right Right. um and i i remember going to him and Trying to buy certain things from him when he didn't even have a tap room yet. Yeah, it was even before the state of Ohio allowed anything like that. He was more of a guinea pig than well, anything.
0: And Just, he he drug his feet a little bit too. Even once you could have a tap room before right. it actually opened. Well, like it, it a matter of
1: where where do you put it? Yeah, yeah. where are you going to do it? His building didn't was have set the up to brew, or the yeah. not set up for a tap room. So.
0: Uh, talk about yeah. this beer specifically what what is this beer what is what, what do you call this style is it a uh a, a red IPA uh yeah, india w- amber ale uh- no
1: i would say a red IPA it is um uh, there are f- three different hops we use in it uh and a lot of dry hopping so and we are we use so much that in order to keep it clear cuz we don't we don't uh filter any of our beers cuz i I tried it years ago and I think it took too much out out of the beer. Not let alone it was crystal clear, it was bright and all right. that, but it, it just was too we much, just, came off the flavor end of it. We just put biofine. That's just true. keep putting biofine, yeah. That's well, true. well, we throw so much hops at that particular beer that it, it gets cut it just makes a big plug down in the bottom of this fermenter and we have we really have a hard time keeping that beer uh, clear. And we don't get the yield out of it that we normally get with other ones because you have, you know, hop product in there taking up space where you wouldn't have on, on some of the other ones. But...
2: it's drop it out.
1: Yeah, it, it does pretty good now. But a, anyway, great. I would call it a, a IPA, a, a red IPA or a... Yeah.
0: It's delicious. It, uh, uh again... I, I, Maybe it's just the lack of like actual bitterness in beers anymore, but like right. it, it has this really great kind of bitter finish to it that kind of cleans it up for me and um, uh, big kind of fuller body than than a lot of the beers that I think right. uh, people are making right now. It's uh, it's good. It uh, and that,
1: I, you know, and that's a it's, I have found that too that some of these beers that I have been trying, I don't know if my palate is changing or they are making them lighter.
0: There's in body there's a lot of weird things. Like I notice, like, like lacing on your glass. Yeah. I, I notice it when I go places all the time now, if like there is like lacing that sticks to the glass, I'm like, Oh, that's, that's different. I'm not seeing <laughs> that earlier. <lately." laughs> her head retention on a beer, like right. uh, uh, there are beers that like should probably have a head on them that don't. I'm like, why, why is this, why is this happening now? Like right. why? And it's everywhere you go now. And it's like, man, this is, <laughs> um, uh, this is strange. Right. Uh, I, I feel like beer is changing and I don't, I don't, really know why well, what else well, I- <laughs> do what it always is well it it is but it's not I mean beer has been around for centuries like it's it's. But,
2: yeah of course it is, it's
0: not but, it, I mean, I'm just saying like some of these styles think about, some of the styles shouldn't line. be changing <laughs> yeah, well, if you're yeah, okay, if you're making you a, a good make, point Yeah. if you're making a pilsner we, we know what a pilsner is at this point, yeah, it, you it, right, good you know, point. if you're gonna right. if you're gonna make something else it's no longer that it's now a uh, Italian Pilsner. That's where all these milkshake
1: beers come in, and I, I just don't, it's yeah. lost on me.
2: Right, Jeff, I mean, you
1: don't, you don't like those? Um, <laughs> it's not that I don't like them. They all taste the same.
0: If you have to drink only uh, milkshake IPAs or, or, or sour beers for the rest of your life, which one is it? Oh, my
2: God. Uh, <laughs> A shake for no, please. me please he he loves milkshake. i just take water he loves milkshake ipas I'm, i
1: i have tried them don't get me wrong and i've tried sours no he, and he I, loves I'm them i'm not no i'm that isn't i would not say a characteristic of what i was trying to relate but it's it, i so i'm gonna t- i'm gonna ask everybody out there if they within the earshot a question that i always ask you know they can answer that,
0: back, right? I know. Okay, just making sure you know that. But
1: this is a... <laughs> Daddy, but, you love some milkshake so, IPAs. <laughs> so my question to anybody that says they love sours is, how would you know if they gave you a bad
0: one? Ooh, ooh, we can talk about this. Okay. I can I can give you my now, answer.
1: That makes a sense. lot of people, I mean, they love the dill pickle thing from Urban Artifact. A lot of people go, wow, that's, that's terrible. Without... Anything stylistically to back up what you're, what they're putting out in front of you, because they're they have so many different variations. Right? How would you know if it's good or bad? Does it make you sick, or does it? I mean, even
0: then, I hand you. I drank a whole bunch of good beer that made me sick.
1: Well, (laughs) that's volume. But if I hand Uh, you, you. If I hand you a pilsner mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like a pilsner, it's dark as the ace of spades and you don't, you know, something's wrong with it. Sure. You know something's wrong. I've, where I've if I hand you a like sour, where- it could be anywhere from very, very light, <laughs> very, very dark. There's no particular set pattern for that.
0: I think that and it could
1: take the enamel off. Noma's
2: definitely seen, uh, a pilsner. Right?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I've had I've had a pilsner. <laughs> that, that didn't so, look like a pilsner. So
1: talk to me about how how you would how you would know a bad sour.
0: Uh for and this is uh, the very surface answer of it is Rivertown. uh did I I've I, I had Rivertown beers that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I really really enjoyed some of those beers. Even at, towards the end, I enjoyed so some Jeff. of those beers. Uh but and I, that's, I guess, my, my, my criteria. Did I enjoy that beer? Do I enjoy it? And if I do, I call it a good beer. If okay. I don't, I call it a, a bad beer. There are beers that are stylistically perfect. And I'm like, that's a that's a bad beer. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, that's that's correct. Um, I, I think with sour beer... Like the sour beer is very difficult because you can have a beer that is unintentionally sour and it was not what they intended it to be, uh, but it's delicious and very enjoyable. Right. And there's a part of me that thinks that's still okay. I
2: think we talked about that. It's,
0: it's, it's still okay. Um, hopefully you as a brewer or, uh, as a brewery or even as a, as a drinker, when you walk in somewhere are are hoping for some kind of progression beyond that and that they are trying to not do that, all The time, but right. if uh, but if it's good, it's good. Right, and Jeff, and are we doing a sour? No, you know, <laughs> when you we can, we can get really nerdy about this if you want to. When you start like going back we're, in time, we're not going to say. Uh, when, when, when lager beer started hmm. to become an actual thing, they didn't know what they were doing, it was unintentionally turning into what we now know as lager beer. Correct, they just kind of figured out over time, hey, when I put it here it starts to taste better. If I brew it this time of year, it tastes better. Right. It wasn't, it, it wasn't like an intentional thing that they were doing. It, it was like this made it taste better. So we should probably just do that again. Okay. And and th- was that good beer or was that bad beer? It was good beer done the wrong way.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, but my, my, my question still is you're, you're handed something saying that it's bad inherently. Because It's soured. <laughs> well,
0: that's that is that is right? what uh, I mean. Really, you maybe. know,
1: what, what bitterness if somebody had, it doesn't matter what it looks for a lot like. Of people is the if same they hand way, you a sour, it's going to be sweet tart, kind of that kind of it's bad. It's bad. It's, <laughs> bad. it's turned, <laughs> Jeff, it's just it, sour. It, it's, honestly, it's, terrible. it's just
2: it's just Riverdale.
1: That's it. <laughs> I don't think so. There, I, yeah. I think there's no, something it's else, just to it. but anyway, um, that that to me. Jamie. Is, is, your, your I was never that. a fan of all that. I never uh, I I did drink some. I've tried the the pickle beer and all that. It, it, and I'm sure people love it. Fine. <laughs> That's great. I, the pickle but another thing true. that I don't know that I could handle and it's probably just because I'm old is is having two or three of even any heart. of those sour beers. I can have two or three of an IPA, I can have two or three of a red. Uh, ales, lagers, it doesn't matter. But man, if I were to think about even having two or three of any kind of sours, mix them up,
0: uh,
1: Um, I think that would be detrimental to my time the rest of that evening and maybe into the next day.
0: There is, there is definitely some truth to that. I yeah. cannot, uh, if it's, you know, 10 o'clock at night and I'm sitting down to watch something on TV, I, I'm not cracking up with a sour beer. Right. Because, uh, yeah then when I go to bed, it's not going to be fun. It is. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> that's, that's because I'm old.
1: I, it's maybe true. it's me too. I'm because old. Because I think I used too, to be able so to do I, that. You know, so. It's,
0: it's
1: but also. I, but that, the sour thing, uh, that's. I'm, I'm but, single, so. <laughs> the, uh, also, once you, you really have to know what you're doing, dealing with, with the sour, uh, all the sours, and making sure that you don't cross contaminate oh, yeah. into your elements. Otherwise, they all become sour. And then, I, I just never wanted to play that game of Russian roulette that
0: I well and and I definitely don't judge anybody for what right. styles of I, beer they brew no, in a brewery. I, if no. you don't like sours, you should not make sours. That's correct. And I have that a is, lot of respect for don't. I would places make the don't. worst
1: sour ever. I can tell you that, because I don't <laughs> appreciate it. And they would love it. <laughs>
2: and they probably would love <laughs> it. Yes. Perfect. And that's why I'm I'm honestly surprised that Jeff hired me. <laughs>
0: lord jesus (laughs) he's he's trusting that you're not just going to go around and start making a bunch of sour (laughs) sourbeard right we're not doing that i I said it one time and he
2: was like no
3: (laughs) not happening
0: tell you that right off
3: that's been since the get-go
0: are there are there any styles that maybe are kind of more on that trendy side that uh you do enjoy that you look at and you're like okay this is this is a development in a style that i think is interesting that's fun um that uh Shows somebody kind of pushing in, in in a direction that is more of what I feel uh, brewing should be. Stout.
1: So it's, it's so easy to flavor anything, right? It's not really necessarily having a beer that's flavored with whatever, um, you know, monk fruit or whatever. It's, it, it It's not particularly that way. Yuzu it's fruit. more stylistically trying to find, find out, you know how how a beer was made the 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 steps on making it yeah. rather than the ingredients on what was used uh you don't really get a whole lot of that when you buy something out at the store or even at the bar unfortunately you may get it from the representative that sold it to the bar that knows something about it right but you won't you don't get that kind of 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 uh people and the one thing that I made rather recently—it's been in the last few years—but we made a brewed IPA, and, and that to me is a is a style I enjoy making. So what we what we do, we make a four percent beer. We our whole brew ha- uh, recipe is formulated for four percent alcohol. Right. But then at the end of that process, before we start fermentation, we go into the fermenter with it. We add another enzyme which breaks that right. those some of those starches down even farther, which allows the yeast to ferment them out. Which it really and truthfully is one of the one of the low carb beers out there is a, is a brute anything brute right. IPA brute pale ale whatever they want to make brute because they call it a brute. It reminds them of brute champagne, being very light. Uh, rather higher in alcohol, but 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 not a whole lot of body to it. No, that's no that's after what I paste. dislike
0: about it is that there's not enough body for it. It's for me to enjoy it. Like it's, I I appreciate the style and it's fun and it's right. a neat expression of hops a lot a lot right. of the time because there's not a lot of other things to to you know right go against the hops
1: right well <laughs> yeah which I like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean they don't they don't you can use a lot of things in brewing but it still comes back to four things so.
0: It should. It should. It should. It should. Yes, it should. <laughs> it's not even anywhere close to being accurate anymore. <laughs> the majority of beers out there have all kinds of other stuff. Well, you're in there. probably right. Yeah. Uh, Which... th- 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 that's an interesting thought too within it. Like if, if we looked at like, if we took every beer that was on tap in the city right now, mm-hmm. uh, what is that percentage of them that are brewed traditionally or with traditional ingredients versus with something else really? going on? Yes. Too? Uh, yeah. I think it's um, getting
3: less and less.
0: Uh, less and less.
3: Traditional. traditional. Uh, see, I, beer.
0: I, I feel like okay, we're shifting back point. to tradition a little bit. Like okay. I feel like if we had looked like two years ago, right, I think there would have been a higher percentage of non-traditional stuff than there are like today. And maybe that's just my perception because of some of the other places that have opened up that uh, are kind of traditional heavy because that's you know they're right. uh, people that are kind of still. Uh, Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and happy about beer. <laughs> <Brandy>. <laughs> I don't. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Brandy at wooden cask is a good one for, to make British beers.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't
1: know that he makes a whole lot of flavored he, stuff.
0: He does make them though. He does make them, but <laughs> not. Uh,
1: that's not his, his.
0: I. I don't forte. know. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I, I think I can. Uh, there is a uh, a milkshake, um, a milkshake sour coming on <laughs> at wooden cask. Oh really? Really? There Which, you go. Oh yeah. Which I would have like if you had asked me. Um, I wouldn't know. have thought that yeah, I'm telling I would have never, <laughs> never.
3: Was it a kettle?
0: Um, I Yeah, I assume so I don't know of all the details I was just um, It's a uh, of course it is. No, is you, it? can add. you can what add What is it made with? It's like Something in lemon Cherry cherry lemon maybe Something It's, it's good It's a kettle sour It's, it's good Oh, good <laughs> yeah, It's good um, It's but, a
1: good sour Listen yeah, well, to that, a, America that's It's a good sour
0: I think that that's, there is something to that too with milkshakes or sours or whatever the thing is that, uh, uh, that a lot of us think in our heads we don't like. Right. It gets fun sometimes just, if, it, if, it's, not, try if it. it's not, if it's not, right. And just, right. Say, and I'm not telling you, you have to go try sour it, beer. Obviously. It's going to be, have, it's going to be I a have. kettle Sour. <laughs> yeah.
1: That would be the only way, only possible way.
0: But like it's, Same. it's, it's fun, like to take styles that I think that I don't like and just every once in a while would just keep. Going back to them and be like, oh, this is this is definitely different than the last time I tried it. And This is definitely something that I'm getting this new thing out of it, and uh, right. every once in a while something then catches and and they're like, oh, I I love this style. People say with IPAs all the time, oh, I don't like IPAs, right. I don't like bitterness, and then something clicks one day, and all of a sudden you can't get enough of it. You know, right. it's uh, yeah. Uh, I think some of those uh, kind of trendier styles. I think it's I think people should. Try them more often than they 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 do. It's it's, there's easy,
3: so to, many it's easy to different varieties of As
0: as craft beer drinkers, like we want this thing that that we miss about craft beer, and so sometimes we rebel against the the new stuff that the kids are making. Right. And, uh, it's, uh, I get
2: it. Hey, hey, hold on.
0: Am I a kid? <laughs> I don't know what you are, man. I don't either. <laughs> your well, your name you is Pee It's confusing. Well, that's right. <laughs> um yeah. Let's uh let's drink okay. this. This so last one here this is uh one of my favorite beers that you guys make if I'm if it's the one I'm thinking it is one
1: of the last times i I gave you a beer uh Resembled that it was in a crowler. Yes, and you danced around.
0: I did dance. You danced behind your <laughs> it was, bar. It was more of a jig. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a happy oh, moment.
0: If I remember, I'll put a link in the show notes. Honestly, too. that was <laughs> honestly I love that.
1: It was good. I, you, you were so happy.
2: Oh, yeah. so happy.
0: I. uh I'm almost is,
1: gonna cry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> tell me about this beer uh, while I drink it.
1: Well, that what you're having is what we call the uh, Night at the Opera, and another. Uh, not homage to blank slate but we wanted to make a coffee a flavored coffee stout sweet and a sweet stout yeah so we we ended up coming up with our own our own stout recipe and then we steeped some flavored coffee in it which that was unusual to me because you don't grind the coffee it's not like you want to Uh, pick up the really bitter parts of the bean. You just want to get the flavoring off and the essence of the coffee. And it was turned out really well. Uh, well, What we have to watch out for is making it too sweet. Uh, It is, it does have lactose in it. If you're lactose intolerant, don't drink a whole lot of it. But um, (laughs) we do that only to, to offset the coffee and the black malts.
0: Well, and I think what I and I obviously, uh, blank slate opera cream stout is uh, as is, is the homage that you're talking right. about. Um, I don't know if you said that or not.
1: I said it uh, wasn't an homage, so
0: well, that you are uh, uh this is so trying to get mad at me. Well, well,
3: this is
0: God, if you're listening, nod to a beer, right? He'll get mad at me, he won't get mad at anybody else, trust yeah, me. <laughs> he will, yeah. Uh, he uh, uh this, this beer, I don't remember. Good enough. What his beer tasted like, and I think that's uh, that's 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 part of the problem. And part of the great thing, though, too, is right. that you know you have this memory, and you know you loved it. And you know, yep. I remember this flavor and this flavor, and it can live in this spot that nothing else can touch. Right. Um. There are currently uh, two beers that are are nods at the style. <laughs> we'll call it the style, right? Because it did kind of create its own little style. Uh, there's this one, and then Braxton recently released their Opera Cream Stout. Mm-hmm. um and th- what i what i love <laughs> i love Braxton we, 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 we I, I, I know you do it's all right uh, we, they the I'm, they're two very different beers right uh I'm the, my throat. your your take on 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 the style mm-hmm. and their take on the style are are two vastly different things theirs is is very sweet and very almost like a uh, cake like right and this still has some of that great kind of roastiness and Uh, the the dark malts are still there that kind of there's a that little bit of kind of tannic bite behind Mm. the sweetness like it's it's really really well balanced i know i've probably said that like you know with every beer that it's balanced but
1: right
0: um i love this beer every time i drink it i remember how much i love this beer (laughs) (laughs) i I really really enjoy it
2: that that beer like i've had both and this
0: one is like yeah, I, it's it's a right it's, there. It's a really good beer, but I would say that, that the other one is a great beer too. It's just a different beer. Like it's it's two completely different sides of the same coin. And um,
1: then we so we we did this. We made a raspberry stout one time, a black raspberry stout before Braxton went <laughs> in with graders. <laughs> and then we made we made well, ours. They came and, out
3: with theirs shortly after we did. Yeah, right. so I can't and then you tried can say anything ours about
1: compared to right theirs, now. and it was kind of the same. Kind of the same. I don't even there's... remember that. I'm gonna show. Did mom. I do that on a video? Yeah, I'm pretty I sure. Go you look did. at that. Yes, I'm pretty
0: sure you did. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, it sounds like something I would do, but man, I have no recollection of that. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty
1: sure you were. You're That's
0: funny. Saying that,
1: uh, I don't know what that what you said about it. It's been a while ago.
0: Yeah. A Couple of moons. Yeah. Oh no, that was a while ago. Months
1: ago.
3: So uh, quite, I could.
0: Yeah. I could drink this beer every day. This is uh, still one of. One of if one of my favorite beers in the city. We'll put it that way.
3: Have you there tried you our day at the opera?
0: I have. Again, it's been a while though. Because
3: that's another one that's. Well, darkness makes
1: another phenomenal. coffee, a blonde coffee stout. That what's it called?
3: Mayan sacrifice. Mayan that's sacrifice. one of my favorites. Yeah. That's not. But they ours. theirs
0: has like uh, chili peppers and stuff in it too. So, it's,
3: I don't. Mayan sacrifice so. does. Yeah, there's some does kind it? of
0: some kind of some kind of spice component going on there. Not a lot, but I never got right. that from it. It's definitely there. Okay. okay. It, uh, Maybe I'm wrong.
3: It's it's a delicious hey, beer.
0: It's it's a it is good beer.
2: I have
3: no
1: idea.
0: I've never been there. You're no help. <laughs> I. It's dark usually no.
2: darkness
1: is a very neat neat little. Place I love too. darkness. Yeah, yeah. There, I, I know it is. I. Yeah. I
2: just I've never been there.
1: Oh well, we it's, don't get out. It's a wonderful much.
2: beer, and <laughs> yeah, it's usually either.
3: on tap at Jungles. So yeah. if I'm going there, and if I'm wanting to have a beer. That's typically what I will get it's, when I'm
0: there. It's usually there, and then like we've we usually get it at our jungle gyms on the other side of town. Uh, it's usually there in bottles, just hanging out on the shelf, like really? all the time, oh, yeah. and like which is yeah, For real? It's one of the few places that you that's you know, you know I live there's live not there a now. lot of I didn't know that yeah there, there's, no, I, I'm I'm there now I didn't know that I I um, lived
2: near Fairfield Fairfield
0: <laughs> there's um there's not a lot of places where you can go to get darkness beer distributed like that and, right. She's always right I have That's seen them at the
1: me. party source, but I, yeah. not that I bought anything. I was I was just walking through some of the other cans. And who else? Uh, Big Ash had theirs down there. They yeah. actually
0: had a I can. Didn't know that. That's yeah. interesting.
1: And who else? There was another one that I didn't think I would see, but
0: um, there's yeah, a, there's I, a lot of places packaging now that uh, surprised me that they were yeah. packaging. Uh, Big Ash. Uh, it was pretty quick that they started packaging, but yeah. it was a little shocking that they yeah. were they were going to go that route. Um, uh, MPH up in Montgomery, yeah. uh, they have packaging now, which completely caught me off guard. For especially. real, yeah, yeah, it caught cool. me off guard. Shit, I didn't
1: know um, that. Cool. But I think I mean, it's just crap.
0: out of their tap room. Crap. I don't know. Shit, I don't understand why anybody does anything anymore. Can None I? of it makes sense. Well,
1: it, they must think they're going to make money <laughs> at it. That's really <laughs> yes. <what>, That's what. <laughs> that's what proves. That's what. They gotta they gotta run the numbers to say hey we're gonna make you know x amount of profit on this. You hope everybody's running sells. the numbers. Right. Well, you <laughs>
0: well,
1: I mean that's
0: how it's normally ideally ideally that's what people are doing, but I'm not sure right. that everybody is doing that. <laughs> I get I get
1: it. I get it.
0: Uh, is there anything about craft beer right now that like you look at and that makes you nervous about this industry? Like, do you look at things and be like man, we gotta we need to start, you know making bread or something. Instead. No,
1: the, actually that's, that's what I was going to say. What, what it, it's surprising how many tap rooms want to do food as well. And Ooh. I understand, I understand that the, the food keeps them there. The beer may bring them, right? but the food will keep them there for a longer period of time. Now, my problem is if, if you do beer really well, why, why the push to go, why can't you just bring food trucks in? I mean, there's a blue million food trucks that would love to, and I know in the wintertime they don't necessarily all of them run. Or, and reliability
0: on food trucks is, is not it's always It's a little awesome. bit,
1: right. But I just, I, when you're doing, and, and I hate to throw somebody out of the bus, but Mike Dewey at Mount Carmel, they were kicking butt doing beer beer, of beer. And now they've had the carriage house yeah. and it all turned to food. And un- unfortunately you don't hear as much out of them. Now they may be making a lot of things and they may be making them great as well. And I hope they are, but it's always about the food. Now it's not yeah. about, it's not about the beer. Like it used to be come porch sit with us yep. and all of that. They burned that even into my brain. And, and that's not so much of that anymore. It's come have a burger and, Wings. and the beer yeah and wings and then the, your your beer will be what it is and i I don't
0: i there, don't know there is a happy middle ground between the two i like i like the places that are having like a food partner or even uh we talked about darkness darkness owns their food right but it's still in a food truck yeah, out, out on out their patio front. yes it feels separate it entity. still feels separate it feels like a like a separation between the two businesses and i i, I know that that's Kind of artificial, but right. but that's the way it feels when you walk in. It still right. feels like, oh, this is about the beer. And like, yeah, there's always food here. Right. But that's not what it's about, uh, But even if the food is, is good. And so like when you have a food partner and you have a brewery and they come together, I like that. I like knowing that if I go somewhere and I bring my wife or something, she's not going somewhere without food. Or she does. She's not hanging out for very long. She's right. like, if you're taking me out, we're we're gonna eat. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. Yeah. So,
0: so it's a, you know, I, but I you appreciate a place that you I can just eat.
1: don't want the focus to leave what you made well.
0: I think that's I think that's a big part of it. It's just the right. focus on it. It yes. still is a brewery. I want right. to go to a brewery. I don't want to go to a Correct. restaurant.
1: Right. Yeah. I, and same that, for me. I I I certainly wish Kath, uh, Kathleen and Mike the all all the luck in the world doing what they're doing i'm their sure they're is, kicking it. their food but, is
0: great it's good yeah. it's uh, and it's a great place to sit and, and have and i don't get dinner. a whole
1: we don't get to go out a whole lot these days but um you know if that's what they wanted to do that's great but they they built everything on the back of beer yeah and i hate to see them get away from that and i, I maybe they have to well but
0: and 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 uh, not to I'm not going to I'm going to piss everybody off this show Uh not to yeah. not to not to assume anything about their business or where they're at right. in in their business but Correct. Uh, if if they are kind of if they're kind of done with it and they're like you know what like at some point we got to get out of this and we need to find a way to make this attractive towards somebody else coming in and yeah. and, and and taking over this business maybe. maybe maybe that's something you have to do maybe yeah. well,
3: we've evolved as we've gone so maybe yeah.
0: that's the
1: I, we're part. just waiting for somebody to have a bunch you know deep pockets and come in and buy us all around. what the hell no I'm just kidding I'm right I'm sorry I'm I, tr- I tried it was a, it was a pun it was a, it was a joke uh, so to take understand to <laughs> that.
0: Uh, so remind people again anniversary party February yes. 29th
1: correct so that'll be a Thursday day. Thursday the 29th uh, we will be releasing the the uh, anniversary beer at that time we'll have it on tap as well as having it in bottles to take home um, and then followed up the next day with Bach fest. And we're going to have the blessing of the Billy Beru Bach beer at both places. Along with, I went to uh, Avril Blay oh, and yeah. had some beer sausages made out. So that was one thing I missed from when they kind of broke up Bach fest is they used to go down and meet at i think it was old saint mary's that's Mm -hmm. down there and over the rhine uh what a beautiful church that is too on the inside it's really nice uh but they would go up and do the normal march and then come back and then everybody would go in the church and it was very respectful it wasn't wasn't any shenanigans when that was happening it was all right uh, all on the up and up and then then they just had a changing of the guard there and the the new priest said he wasn't going to do it. At least that's the understanding that I have. So, I I missed that for a few years, and then I thought, well, why don't I just? I mean, we're right next to a Catholic church here. Right. We're right next to Immaculate Heart of Mary, one of the biggest parishes now in the, in the city or in Hamilton County, and um, why wouldn't I want to bring them in on the on the fun and the festivities if we can join the two, and still do that and. And we bent a couple of ears on some people that were willing to come in and and redo that. So we're we're doing it at. Normally we would just do it at the Anderson location, but this time we're going to do it at both locations. I love Just that. a couple hours off. So we'll do it first here at Anderson, and then go out to Berg and do the same thing. So it it, it Since we have two places, they're all they will all be included.
3: On, well, on it. and well, we all have lint friendly food trucks at both locations in the evening.
0: There you go. Mm -hmm. I I love the idea of kind of bringing the Bach experience a little bit to Williamsburg. Right. Who, it doesn't get a lot of Bach love. Right,
1: right. You're right. <laughs> you uh, know, yeah, But
0: Coors
3: they like light, the billy. <laughs>
1: unless it says Coors Light, Miller Light. Uh,
0: you're going to yeah. have to explain to a lot of people light, what Miller, Bach light. beer is. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's that's right. a joke, guys. I know yeah, that yes. there are craft beer drinkers <laughs> in Williamsburg. I'm just joking. <laughs> just pissing everybody off. Yes. Are you sure? <laughs>
3: but we do have that's the Wildcat right. Light to help Williamsburg. Yes, we yeah. do have a light I mean, beer of our own making that
1: we, we named after the high school mascot of a wildcat so we had to have something to tie it back to the neighborhood oh of course that's,
0: it's it's important like uh, that's right. that's like mm-hmm. one of the things that makes people fall in love with a spot is where it is and like how it incorporates itself with the neighborhood we right. uh or with the the bigger city at large like that's that's what makes that's what oh, makes yeah. craft beer craft beer right like, It's uh, it's exactly it's right. a it's Trust a me, part
2: I've, of it i've been in the industry long enough to know that right so. yeah all right, that's and, that's our spiel.
3: And one more <laughs> so thing, no, one got- knows
2: Uh-oh. knows enough. Well, <laughs> we
3: well- <laughs> were uh the best of the East in the voting. Yes. And Paradise won the best brewery on the east side of town, so that'll be in their magazine this spring. So that was that was quite an honor and that's exciting. Awesome. That's we have a
0: awesome. lot of it people
1: is. that that voted.
0: 17, 18 times
3: well, a day. No, no, no. That's it was a, once a day. Every day, I'm once a day. It's,
0: it's a, it's a, it's a good testament to the community that has formed around you guys, though. Yeah, and, right. uh, yeah. You know, you guys are, I, guys are doing something right. That's for sure. Yeah. No, um,
2: can I say the F word? No. no.
0: It depends what no, the F word is. That's no. freaking
2: freaking awesome. <laughs> free. <laughs> free. No. We free don't is say not a free. word. <laughs> I said freaking. Oh, okay
0: awesome. You know, no, thank you guys. Is there anything else you want people to know about paradise that you think they don't know?
1: Just come out and see us. Yeah. Come out. We've I'm sure we've changed since the last time most of you have come out to it, see us. So it's
0: it is it is an awesome spot to go hang out. It still uh is is old school. Um it, tap rooms, when you fell in love with tap rooms, uh it's uh I I love it. I, I wish it was closer to me. Now they
2: they got
0: people. That's right. Now they've got people. Uh, they they hate that. (laughs) Uh, the beer is fantastic. And that, uh, should be the first thing that you mention anytime you talk about a brewery, but for some reason, for some reason it's not, we talk about all this other stuff, but the beer is great. Um, (laughs) thank you. We'll we'll be back next week. We're going to talk about, I don't know what we're talking about next week. I never know, uh, but it'll be good. And, um, if you like this show, if you like any of the things that I do, go to the gnarly gnome.com support. And uh, it helps me and it helps my wife not yell at me. So do that. Sensi broadcast the voice of SensiCraft.